This week on the podcast, we are joined by Resven, who tells us all about a surreal fish simulator called How Fish is Made. It is January, which means we get to talk about CES, what was announced, what was shown, and what was the weirdest things that we found. And, as always, stick around until the end of the show for deals of the week. All of that and more in this week's episode of the podcast. Roll the intro. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a podcast for gamers on a budget. I am your host, Danny K. With me, as always, the wonderful, the beautiful, the Mr. Green Elite. Green, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. I started a new job and I am loving it. It's been great. It's just I'm trying to figure out my schedule. So, it's yeah, but it's, it's good. I'm, I'm having a good time. Hell yeah. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm better now that I can actually like be on the show and like actually fill myself with energy because I had a long day of staring at a screen and not really talking to too many people. We're also joined by the spooky and the ookly, the Mendachi. Mendachi, how are you do- doing today? Not too shabby. Uh, school started back yesterday, so just uh, engrossed in homework and the new job starts in like nine days. So <laughs> just enjoying my freedom while I have it. Heck yeah. We're also joined by the prodigal son, Rev Sven, the powerful and the beautiful. Rev, Mm. for those who don't know who you are somehow, like if they've been watching the show but don't know who you are, who are you, what do you do, and where can people find you? Hi, I'm Rev. Uh, I actually uh, used to be one of the co-hosts on this show, Once Upon a Blue Moon, and uh, I'm primarily an indie-focused variety content creator uh, that just will play the most random obscure stuff like we were talking before the podcast about how i uh i look at things and i'm like oh will this make me queasy or mentally unstable for the night yes i'm playing it um and and you can honestly find me just about anywhere um if you search either just rev spin or the rev spin depending on what platform you're on i don't remember which ones are which at this point but i'm pretty much everywhere if you want to if you want to come chat come chat hell yeah hell yeah Thanks for watching and listening to the show, everybody. Be sure to stick around until the end to get some deals that you can take advantage of this week. Of course, if you miss any part of the show, you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. And if you want to join us live, you can do so on Twitch at Next to Nothing Network every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time. Most, mostly Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central Time. With that out of the way, Rev. What in the hell is how is fish made? Okay, here we go. All right, so I recently dipped my toes into the warm waters of a game called How Fish is Made. Yes, that's it sounds so grammatically incorrect, and it should be because there was nothing right about this game um, other than the sickening feeling I felt because basically what it is. Yeah, I... It, small free-to-play indie game that that, uh you play as a fish and you drop down in this hole and you begin talking to people right Uh, by people i mean other fish and while you're talking to them you end up oh hey my train's coming um while you're talking to them you learn that there's only two ways to go up and down so it doesn't tell you what that means it just says which are you going to choose up or down and then as you're going through you're talking to these other fish and they're telling you which which one they think is better and which one which one's wrong and why it's wrong at one point 
there's a fish stuck inside a used condom. I know it was used because of all the stuff that was in the condom and around it. Um, and then there was a beautiful musical number with one of those parasites that eat fish tongues and then replace said fish tongues. And at the end, it, it this is going to sound surprising, but at the end of the, I, I decided to go the up route. I did. I have not done the down route yet. We're going to see what happens, but you did not go in down. the up route. I did not go down. I don't go down. Um, Regular DJ didn't hear Cal- that. <laughs> my, my wife in the other room just yelled, can confirm. Um, but anyway, so I, I decided to take the up route by the end of the game. And um, minor spoiler alert, it gets really philosophical, actually. Um, there's a small philosophical part at the end of the game about essentially like comparing your your tragedies and traumas to others and how like when you're going through stuff like you have it in your mind that nobody else could have it as bad as you no matter how bad they actually have it and it actually gets a little a little uh a little deep um for not going down but yeah it was it was the oddest experience i've had in a long time and i've played some weird stuff in my day but all in all it's a free-to-play game give it a shot you you'll be disappointed you will or you won't be Oh, you will. Yeah, you'll be you'll be disappointed in yourself. Um, you'll you'll feel. Can't exactly tell you what you're gonna feel, but you'll feel something. <laughs> that's that's a wonderful description of a game. You'll feel. <laughs> you'll feel a combination of things. You'll feel some sadness, uh, some laughter, um, confusion, disgust, shame. It's it's all there, all in one little twenty minute bundle. I haven't felt in such a long time. Well, touch yourself. You'll feel something. Ew. I also haven't heard a game be described uh, so closely to my bedroom antics. <laughs> Wait, you have a fish and a used condom in your bed? Room? I mean, sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> there's that, the flogger, and then just like the overall whelming, whelming feeling. You know, it's not over or under. It's just whelming. It's, a, it's the shame too, right? The shame yeah. is... Yeah, just me and my gimp mask in the corner crying, lukewarm, no one's happy, there's a fish in a condom on the bed, it didn't work how it was supposed to. Yeah, well, so I I did, I I would like to put this out there though, I did ask around some people, um, so we have like a hatchery not far from here, like an actual fish hatchery, and I I brought, I I forwarded the YouTube video I made of it to to my, my buddy that works at the hatchery. And asked him if this is how fish is made. And he said that that doesn't even come close because it's much more disgusting. And there's a lot more used condoms, which really made me feel strange. But I guess there's some accuracy to the game. Disclaimer, none of that's true. But uh, there's the condom. Oh, sorry. (laughs) On the screen. I just. I don't know. There's there's so much. Yes. There's, There's just. I'm looking at There's the time. Lot. I'm looking at the time here, right? We're about seven minutes into the show, and you have said so many words. <laughs> and yet I've said nothing, it feels. Exactly. That's this game. You experience everything and nothing. So you're everything you're, everywhere all at once. So like you're talking about the philosophy uh of the game. Does the philosophy of the game feel deep, or is it about as shallow as a as a Midwest pond? So the whole lead up to the finale is so confusing. Like wow. there's, I can't make heads or tails of it. Um, I, it was just a, an odd experience, but then right there at the end, 
boom, there's this whole like philosophical thing and it makes you think for a second. And then you remember, I just played that like how, eh. and then you end up more confused. You make random mouth sounds like I just did. Just, eh. Sir. Okay. I, I just want to point out here uh, what it says on steam. Cause I just wanted to look it up in steam. Are sardines trustworthy? Are you, do you want to be? That is that is the the text for this game. Um, it's a very uh, it's so bizarre. Anyways, if you're interested in in wanting to play this game, here are the minimum specifications for it, and it doesn't require much. So it's free and it can be played on a potato. It looks like um, requires a 64 bit uh, processor processor and operating system. Uh, Windows 7 and newer Intel or AMD processor uh, running 2.5 gigahertz, 8 gigs of RAM, and an NV NVIDIA GeForce 470 GTX or an AMD Radeon 6870 HD series card. You need DirectX version 10 and 300 uh, megabits of available space on your hard drive. So yeah, you, you don't need much to run this game. <laughs> they, they should they should make it a mobile game everybody should be able to have access to this nonsense anywhere and everywhere just i I'm fucking musical this is so bizarre okay uh uh before we ruin anything else for folks uh you can find it on reb's uh channel link in the description of this video um or you can go play it yourself but uh I have so many questions, but I honestly don't know if you have answers or if there are answers. I'm telling you right now, if you have questions, you'll leave that uh, you'll leave that game with more questions than you get answers. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm going to go back and, and go down on it. I mean, pick the down route um, and try it again and see if maybe there's something more to it. I. Oh. Eh. Um, green. Any thoughts or questions on on how fish is made? No. 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 <laughs> I don't. No. <laughs> I'm good. Thanks. Mindashi, how about you? Uh it's it's cool to see games that look like this, uh, that are willing to go and make games that look like this. Uh developers should be not afraid to be this uh interesting out of bounds or i guess you know in a way creative even if like the gameplay and story falls flat it's an interesting take kind of reminds me of like when i dove into scorn i was like whoa this is crazy to look at the story is but and like the gameplay is kind of but overall it's different and that's interesting so you know if you're looking for i guess like a an experience of some sort whether it's a good one that you'll remember fondly or a bad one i guess you know maybe that's who we can recommend this game to someone that's just looking to play something that's vastly different <laughs> that's all i got man i don't know it's a great game if you have a love for used condoms and sushi <laughs> Sounds like a good first date. Um, so starting us out on a very weird note. Thank you, Rev. Do we want to just transition to uh, the Consumer Electronics Show 2023? Yes. 
chorus. There's so much like good stuff and so much weird shit and so much like to talk about. Gotta get into it. I love that like right after Christmas, right after all the holiday spending, right? We get slapped with a bunch of like electronics announcements for the next year or for like this coming year. It's it's wonderful to me because it's like Man, if only it was available like three months earlier or like if this thing would actually come at all. Um, But let's start off with some news in the computing space, Uh, starting with AMD. They showed off some offerings for their Zen 4 series uh, cards. They also showed off uh, for the Zen 3 and 3 Plus series as well. This would include the Ryzen 7040, 7045, 7030 and 7035 respectively. They also announced a few new RDNA 3 cards, including the RX uh, 7600M and the 7600M XT. Uh, and all of this reportedly will be coming to new laptops this year. Uh, uh, another big announcement for AMD, though, is the 65 watt versions of their CPUs, their desktop CPUs, which is yeah. huge, huge. Like you'll save money on not getting the X, you'll be. With, with a little bit of overclocking, you'll be able to uh, get close to or match the uh, X-series, the higher wattage ones, and you'll be saving your money on electricity bills and not having to buy a bigger power supply, possibly, maybe? Those are really good. Should be mentioned. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you're here because I knew I wasn't going to get everything, every single thing. <laughs> What's that? Honestly, honestly, more important than the laptops is the the 65 watt uh cpus for g uh, for desktops 100 yeah like, I, I, like this is gonna be good for people who do game on laptops but like you're gonna have to purchase a whole laptop with this but uh so like if you're in the market sure you know check out the you know any of those cards that are gonna be in any of those laptops but if you want to build a desktop like AMD would be a great option uh, on the, especially on the budget side for those 65 watt models. Mm-hmm. Um, Mendachi, any thoughts on this one? I think that more or less uh, what I was hoping to see a lot of are the things that green was just talking about things that are going to be a lot more consumer friendly um, and just like accessible uh, we're like years into this insane uh, shortage crisis on on computer parts. On I just want to play games, make them look nice, and not run into issues, uh, whether that's financial or system like optimization. Man, mm-hmm. like that's that's all I really wanted. I knew that I wasn't necessarily going to see a ton of that at CES. It's not really what it's about, but um, it was cool to see something like this um i just wish there was more yeah rev how about you uh i'm kind of in the same boat i i do think it's really cool to see as green mentioned you know something that's more accessible to the you know to the everyday consumer and i would like to see more but i'm also in a position where i'm kind of getting ready to start trying to build out a new pc because mine's kind of got a bunch of older parts in it and so seeing like some of this stuff that that's on its way down the line, knowing that it, I'm still a little ways out from being able to do that, but having those better options that that'll cost less, but can still meet what needs I have for them is it's really cool to see. And it it's exciting for me. Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about NVIDIA? 
No. <laughs> so NVIDIA announced a new tier of GeForce Now called Ultimate, which will apparently give you access to an RTX 4080. Um, and you can, they also introduced a new program called NVIDIA Reflex or a new like uh, side part of um, GeForce Now that will reduce your latency. And they're saying that it's going to be on par with desktop ga- test. Blah, 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 blah. Desktop gaming. We'll see it, I guess. I would love to know if that's, you know, feasible. Uh, They also announced that the RTX 40 series will be coming to select laptops this year. Uh, Those were like the big things that I saw with them. Uh, Green, want to fill in any gaps? Uh, No. What about Nvidia's mine? The devil. You you want to fill in my gap screen? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Nvidia is just like all I can uh, picture with Nvidia right now is just like dollar sign eyes, and it, it's they're going crazy. They need to be stopped. Yeah, dollar sign eyes. Uh, the forty eighty being relaunched and renamed. The uh, which by the way, that's a whole fucking thing. I I posted on Twitter. Um, but like how insane it was that basically every tech YouTuber dropped the same review at the exact same time. Linus mm-hmm. tech tips, Jay's two cents, hardware unboxed, uh, gamers, Nexus, uh, UFD tech, <laughs> every single tech reviewer that I follow dropped the exact same review. <laughs> um, it was surely disgusting. <laughs> it was yeah pretty rough for them um mendachi anything you wanna you wanna throw in here nothing surprising you know and and uh wow i again just like with the last segment sure wish there was just like what uh what green said you know uh they've been on this game of, of dropping the ball for years uh this downward trend I'm like waiting to see what like the bedrock is because <laughs> like I thought we would have hit it a while ago, but like they just keep mining away, just but going wait, deeper. There's yeah. more. <laughs> and yet somehow it's always less. I don't, I'm without any, any answers. Yeah. Uh, Rev, did I already ask you? You didn't, but I don't have much on that one because I haven't even looked too much into to Nvidia stuff coming coming out because it's I'm kind of like in the same boat of I don't really don't really care for Nvidia that much, so I don't really listen to their their filthy filthy disgusting lies. Um, <laughs> and then the new PC I'm building uh, in the future is going to be all AMD. I'm I'm not even going to get a, a GeForce card. I'm going to get an AMD card. Fuck it. My Fuck man. It. <laughs> um, Sony had a really cool announcement. It's called uh, Project Leonardo, and it's an adaptive con- and customizable controller designed for motor and uh, dexterous accessibility, which I thought was pretty dope because Microsoft already has a, uh, I think they even, Microsoft even calls it their adaptive controller, um, where you can kind of piece together this controller for, for all sorts of, um, more uh motor ability and uh dexterity needs uh so it's really nice to see sony getting into that did you guys like look at it at all did you see the the images and stuff 
Yeah, it looks it looks interesting. It's so vastly different than the way Xboxes look because like Xboxes almost looks like a like a bongo controller kind of thing because it had the two big round pad looking things on it. And mm-hmm. this one looks it's got like the one centerpiece and then all the buttons in the circle around it. It's really interesting looking. Yeah, yeah. So it's got like a joystick piece, right? For anyone who hasn't seen it and maybe is just listening, but it has like a joystick piece. And then around the main part of it are these different buttons that you can use uh, to control it. Um, I, you know, the, the Microsoft one does kind of look like a bongo because it is, you're right. It's kind of like that. It looks like a fight pad almost too. the Microsoft, but the Microsoft has had theirs out for a while. So I'm a little surprised that uh, it took PlayStation so long or Sony so long to, to get something similar out for customers. Um, I would also love to know, like, I would love to get their designer and consultants to like talk about the design process and then get Microsoft's designers and consultants to talk about the process and see like, how did, like, why did they each team make the respective decisions that they made? Yeah. I want to see, I want to see what they look like in, like in full action being used in like in the, you know, the ways they're intended and to help those with the accessibility needs to actually game the way they want to game. I want to see how those like actually work in real time. Um, I think that'd be really interesting to, to look at um, to kind of see, maybe we could kind of pick how they made their design choices based on how it's used in real time. Yeah. Mindachi, you have any thoughts? More accessibility options is always a good thing. More people playing games is always a good thing. Um, and having options to play them. Um, there's also something that's been coming up. Uh, like God of War actually had so many different accessibility options in their game that were used by not just people that that relied on them to be able to enjoy the game but people that didn't necessarily ever play a game with any of those accessibility options available to them before realized that they like playing games with those accessibility options this controller is great for people that have not been able to enjoy games the way that they wanted to in the past as well as people that haven't been able to play games in the past. So it's just, um, these are the inventions that move this entire industry forward, regardless of uh, the reason behind it. It's it's just forward motion. So I really like this kind of progressive uh, nature that I'm seeing as far as accessibility goes in the gaming industry. Yeah, which also, if you guys are interested in accessibility in gaming, we do have uh, two episodes uh, from with uh, Brandon Cole, who is part of the team uh, who got The Last of Us uh, Part 2 uh, fully accessible to the blind. Uh, Super very... blind man on socials. Yes. So those were great episodes. I, I really enjoyed speaking with him on that on The Last of Us 2 because I w- that was back when I was still here um, as a co-host and his 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 just passion for building that accessibility for the community was, was second to none. And that, that actually goes to back to like how you mentioned Danny, that it was actually kind of surprising that Sony had taken this long to do that because they had in the past been so, so forward in their, uh, in their adventure to grant accessibility to those who need it. And, but again, like Mindachi said, any forward motion is good forward motion. So we're here now, you know, so it's, it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. A Great. lot of people have like, a lot of people have had to like, uh, 
you know, either adapt to the regular controllers. Like there, there's a few uh, console creators that with the disability that like have been adapting the actual controller itself. Another big thing is like a uh, 3D printing. 3D printing has been a huge uh, uh, help in like helping with people with disabilities still be able to enjoy and play video games. So, um, you know, it's nice that Sony and uh, Microsoft are like finally realizing, hey, we really should put some effort to make this a little bit easier for people. It's it's great. Yeah. And I one thing that I really do like is just the um, modularity, at least the Microsoft one, the, the Sony one, maybe I'm just looking at it wrong, doesn't look as modular as as the microsoft one because the microsoft one i think they like came with a couple different pieces um but there is like a certain uh, amount of modularity to it that i appreciate just for the fact that like especially you know when it comes to hands you know there's different there's different um issues of dexterity and motor skills that are you know with hands you know sometimes the hands you know sometimes you just don't have you know fingers or hands due to like an accident or uh deformity or sometimes you're just arthritic right like and you can't use your fingers as well so like the the fact that that's there is really cool um anything else with the sony one i don't think i missed that was like the big big thing with the sony gaming stuff not for me and then i think that's pretty much the big one so yeah that's that's the good news right there yeah nothing else that's good heartwarming news you know it feels good in here. Feels good in here. Do we do we want to just go into like the cool shit, the weird shit, the interesting things? Absolutely. Uh who wants to go first? I've been doing a lot of talking. Uh I can go first. Okay. I actually technically have two. Like the Sony and Honda uh electric vehicle looked pretty cool. Afila. That looked pretty fucking dope. Um it, I mean they're starting pre orders, I think, this year for a delivery next year, I think, or something like that, or maybe pre-orders in 2025. Yeah, 2025. Yeah, but, I mean, for an electric car, it looks. It, I think it looks better than fucking Teslas. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not gonna lie, it looks it looks pretty fucking good. Honda Honda makes some good shit. So, um, but like on a better note, I think uh, the J Labs announcement because they just recently like the F uh FD, uh, FDA. Just recently allowed uh, over-the-counter sales for hearing aids. Um, J Labs is actually uh, introducing a pair of over-the-counter hearing aids for a hundred bucks, which oh, wow. is like m- massively cheap compared to actual like hearing aids, like that you get fitted and, and fill for. Like I know Sony did something a while ago, uh, but those were like a thousand dollars too. So like for a hundred dollar set of hearing aids to help you know, accessibility with people who can't hear or are, you know, have hearing loss. It That's great. Yeah. Kudos to J-Labs. Yeah, it's one of those things that uh, I kind of had an epiphany um, a couple years ago uh, with a coworker who uh, damaged his hearing. Um, <laughs> but he was, uh, he had to get, he damaged his hearing uh, pretty severely. He already had bad hearing. And then uh, got these uh, new hearing aids that he had to wear. And um, when he was like describing them to me and saying all the things they could do, I'm like, those are just 
earbuds like those are like the, he's like oh yeah they have like bluetooth connectivity and stuff like that they can like also have like sound canceling so they do like actually protect my ear um and uh i'm like these just sound like really fancy you know in your earbuds like that's that's like how good those uh like in your earbuds have gotten you know comparatively uh chocolate just said uh did he listen to you sing um no he lit a firework uh firework off in his hand <laughs> it was the it was the concussive part of a mortar i i know i've told the story before um on my streams but yeah i had a coworker who uh set off a firework like basically right next to his face and it was the concussive part of a mortar um and stupid <laughs> yeah um but yeah stupid lady <laughs> uh rev so i actually have two um uh, one this one's not as much for me it just kind of piggybacks off of the the accessibility uh conversation we were having um l'oreal introduced something called the hapta which is uh, it's designed for people who have limited uh hand and finger dexterity and strength um and sturdiness to uh be able to like apply uh, i think it's focusing more on like lipstick right now but for people to be able to actually like put on their makeup and things like that without having to worry about that. It, it, it uh, uses like a, um, like a gimbal type of system with it. So it, it looks, it looks really interesting. Um, and I just, I wanted to call that out because of how, you know, I mean, accessibility in any realm is, is good, but there's also the P thing, the P pod, the urine, the, the urine analysis thing that uh, I think is pretty cool. Um, so it like measures your ketones um, and vitamin C and stuff like that. And can, it can, uh, analyze like your health with that uh personally i think it's also like this is just kind of interesting they can also apparently analyze your urine to determine your hormones to let you know that apparently your menstrual cycle is going to begin soon like there's a whole bunch of different things this little pea pod that's what i'm calling it i don't even remember what it's actually called i just call it the pea pod um it can measure these things and it connects to like all of your wireless devices that you want to hook it up to. So that way, you know, if you want, you can put it on your smart TV. That way everybody in your house can be like, Oh yeah, <laughs> he's got high level of ketones in his pee. Um, the, I mean, it'd be weird to do. Withings, yeah. It's withings like, you scan. That's what it's called. Oh, I'm still and calling that, it pod. That sounds dumb. Um, withings does like a whole bunch of different smart, uh, like fitness and health stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, like they have a, uh, one of like the high, highest rated scales on on Amazon for or on the internet for like uh, smart scales that interact with like Samsung Health and, and Apple. The biggest thing with that, like that I saw, was that like each like testing thing is a it's a, a its own subscription. So like pH is its own subscription, you know, uh, you know, hormone levels is another subscription, ketone levels is another uh, subscription. So like. That sounds like it could get really expensive really fast. Oh, it probably can. Um, that's kind of like uh, I know another another thing that they they uh, showed off at CES. It was like a little little smart pal thing. I had it up here. Yeah, the uh, the Kiai Luna. It reminds me of this little robot guy that I had. that looks like a little forklift, and he was like really cool. I can't remember what he was called either, but he was really cool. He's kind of like a, a like an Alexa that moved, and you could interact with and fist bump him and stuff like that. And then they were like, oh, yeah, by the way, now you're going to have to have a subscription to be able to use anything outside of just asking it like the weather and stuff like that. I'm like, well, that's stupid. So now I have this useless, stupid forklift on my night, my, on my nightstand. But uh, yeah, it, it could definitely get 
get uh, expensive very quick. I just, the one thing that gets me about it is having to like change out the batteries. Feels like it'd be kind of weird. Um, don't know how that would go about, but I can get into some weird shit. So I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually, so I, by the way, I looked up uh CES like urine analysis and there's apparently like a bunch of them <laughs> this year. There's like one from Vivu, Olive, the Withings one, um, which looks like it would be like the, the Withings one that we were just talking about. That looks like it would be really good for like people who do have a lot of health conditions, especially like kidney stuff. But um, Mandachi. What did you see? Hello. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to do one really weird thing and one fun thing. So the fun thing was the prinker. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, basically like temporary tattoos, but with like a machine and like you, you can get like, you can get them wet, but in order to actually get rid of them, you need to like soap and water and scrub them. But like you can essentially kind of put on tattoos that maybe you're like, I don't know, do I love this? And you can just, you know, check it out for a little while. I thought that was pretty cool. That way, you know, like you don't end up with like any regrettable tattoos, you know, <laughs> like uh, misspelling, something like that. But also I could see it being used by like tattoo artists and high-end shops that have ex access to this kind of tech. They could do that kind of mock-up and be like, all right, you know, like this is my design. This is what it would look like on your body. Do you dig this? you know, maybe have it on for a day or so and then come back. And if you're still down, let's do it. Like, that's a cool idea. Um, now, the funny thing is more like a dystopian thing. I don't know if you get, I don't know if you guys uh, know what ring is like ring doorbells. Yeah. Okay. Did anyone see the ring drone that patrols your house? Yeah. <laughs> um, like it's already bad enough that like ring if you guys don't know this, uh, Ring provides their footage to law enforcement. Yes. So you're just basically your neighbors are narking on you and you're narking on your neighbors if you use Ring. Yep. Um, and now you're giving Ring uh, the ability to map out your home that they'll probably give uh, to the government as well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like that's just it is that, you know, it has to make a scan because it, didn't it also come out that Roomba's uh like when they do the scan of your floor plan like that is actually information that's sold which then goes into like swat team um like uh, uh trainings to like kind of better understand like modern house f uh, floor layouts and stuff yeah yeah so it's like imagine now having essentially a 3d model done up of your house by your patrol drone and i'm not sure what it's going to do other than like maybe emit loud noises flash a blinking red light and just go like danger danger intruder you know you can't throw in the words danger danger will robinson i don't want it yeah i was going to, i was going to say it but i was like is anyone going to understand it i should have understood already i had that, that one in the pocket ready as soon yeah. as you said danger danger yep, yep. it's like, actually it's our actually like pre-rigged with a claymore and oh, like... <laughs> they're taking they're taking a they're taking a lesson out of the uh isis book of uh home defense <laughs> it's, it's, it's like if you don't say the passcode in like 0.35 seconds it's going to like kamikaze you 
Yeah, they just took right. they just took a page out of the what is it Timmy Two Shoes or whatever his name is the the Call of Duty guy that throws bouncing Betty's in the Jeep and then drives around. Oh God, yeah, I uh, I did just retweet a video of it actually uh, in use. So if you wanted to go and check that out, that's on my uh, Twitter at uh, OnlyMendachi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anything else in our dystopian future that you want to point out? I mean, no, no. The the cool temporary tattoos makes it so you can look like your your cyberpunk twenty seventy seven character. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drone makes it so that you can pretend you live in it. I would I would like to go ahead and uh, present the idea to get the drone, but not use it for any reason other than to hover over your bed while you masturbate and just waste <laughs> some FBI agent's time. <laughs> like you want to see this from all angles, Mister Smith. <laughs> enter my matrix and you bend over like it looks bigger from a downward angle rather than an upward one yeah yeah for science science <laughs> for science and safety um yeah i imagine it's not a very safe thing if you have cats <laughs> dude free show watch him jump up over oh man um i have kids i think that would still be fun be like play football try bat. to catch it <laughs> um so yeah uh for me i there was a lot of really cool and interesting displays uh and display technology that was uh being shown off uh specifically wireless tvs um there is the uh 97 inch signature oled m3 tv that i think that was uh samsung that was showing that off um and the only cable that has is the power cable, which you can hide like in the base of it. Um, but all of the devices, all the input devices go into like a base station that beams it over to the TV. Uh, so, you know, you don't have like, you can just like mount the TV up, hide the power cable or run the power, uh, power cable behind the wall. If you want to, you know, drill a hole in your wall. Um, and then, like, you don't have to, like, run an ugly HDMI or RCA cable or anything like that to the back of the TV. I think that's pretty nice. And I think also for, like, stores and stuff like that, that's mm-hmm. also really nice where you don't have to, um, where you don't have to, like, try to, like, find, like, a place to display your TV where you have a power cable or run, like, an ugly-ass power cable or try to, like, run it through the ceiling. Like, that, to me, like, I see that, I see it uh, for, like, retail spaces is really nice. Um, there's also one, I don't remember the company, maybe you guys can uh, uh, find it real quick, but their wireless TV had um, uh, battery packs. I think they could like run like nine hours on battery packs or something like that. So it was entirely wireless. And it just like beamed stuff to it. Um, so that was really cool. I think wireless TVs are really interesting and fun. Um, hopefully they like are affordable, like, LG, Samsung, and all these other companies who are producing wireless TVs see this as something like worthwhile that can be used because I do displace. Think displace, thank you. Um, yeah, they're the ones with the uh, totally wireless TV. Uh, the other super interesting or weird uh, display that I saw that uh, made me like pause for a second was the laptop that had an entirely OLED screen. And then on the other side had e-ink, had an e-ink display. Uh, So similar to like a Kindle. And the idea was if you wanted to save battery 
and you're just like writing emails or working on a Word doc, you just swap over to the e-ink side. Um, let me double check and see who this is from. Uh, CES uh, e-ink laptop. That should be. Yeah, it was uh, Lenovo. So you'd like one side, you have your OLED and then like you just whoop, twist it around and then all of a sudden you have your e-ink side. What, what do you guys think about that? I, I I think my eyesight's bad enough to where we've hit the singularity in in screens where it's like I can't tell the difference anymore because I can't keep up with my glasses like a responsible adult. <laughs> Green, it looked like you had something to say. Uh, I just said neat. I mean, it, that's cool. Yeah, I, I, I like the wireless uh, the wireless TV. I think that's really neat. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, especially if you're like one of those people who are like dead set on like a, a, essentially like a dedicated server room. Mm-hmm. Like a, I know Linus from Linus Tech Tips, LTTstore.com. Uh, he has like <laughs> Wait, his own dedicated. Why are you hawking LTT store? <laughs> I don't, We're not I don't know. I have to. Anytime <laughs> you talk about Linus, you have to do the bit. <laughs> you just programmed it. It's everyone's brain, dude. But no, like he has like his own, like it's a closet that's like, its own dedicated it's his own dedicated server room and then he just like runs like lightning cables so like his computer is in his is in his closet he just runs the lightning cable that, that like shit like that you could do that with your tv your computer all that that would like save so much space in like your home office and you know your gaming space your your living room that's a great idea yeah I'm just thinking about how much different the anime serial experiments lane would have been if this technology existed back then, like her room would have not looked like the way it did at the end of that anime. And honestly, I feel like she probably would have been able to meet her friend again. You are making a reference. I have no idea about dude. It's just an anime about the internet and friends. It's good. It's just a positive, wholesome time. I just go, go. I feel like you're laying a trap. Nah, I would never. That's a trap. <laughs> Friendship. Um, anything else for CES? Eh, nah. I mean, you know, just more weird things. If you're really curious, I would say, like, listeners, um, there is actually a pretty cool, comprehensive, like, weirdo list of, uh, of like, the things that were shown off over at CES, written over at fatherly.com uh which was which was pretty interesting because there's there's so much stuff to kind of comb through uh so if you're really curious as to like you know some of the other stuff the, the your analysis you know thing is is on there as well but yeah just google weird shit ces 23 fatherly and uh the article is actually written pretty well so there's that yeah excellent do we want to go to weekly deals yeah all right, let's let's talk about some weekly deals that you guys can take advantage of right now. Uh, Rev, do you have one? Uh, yeah, I have. A, I actually have a couple. Um, I found another while we were uh, doing this. <laughs> one, uh, Heavy Rain, uh, an old school, like pretty pretty solid game, is half off on Steam right now. I think it normally retails for twenty. It's marked down to ten. Um, and for those that have been interested in getting into it, um, but don't know really where to start, um. If you want to, Dead by Daylight is like 85% off retail right now. Um, now, granted, 
you obviously for all the different killers and different survivors, you have to get the DLC packs. But if you want to get a feel for Dead by Daylight and see what it's like, ahead, you know, before you actually go all in on that, you can get it for yeah, or sixty five percent off. It's normally twenty bucks for the base game. It's marked down to seven. Nice, excellent, green. Um, I have Human Fall Flat. It's on Steam right now on discount. Um, it's seventy percent off all the way until January twenty third. So it's thirteen days. You have it's five ninety nine. Cashola. Cashola. Yeah, if you want to get like a group of like a, I think it, it's up to six. I think or something like that. I think so. Online, yeah, where you can just like eat each other off of bridges or or uh, try to you know, do the the puzzle together and stuff like that might be something to pick up. It's definitely an interesting, fun ragdoll mechanic game. Yeah, I've heard it's also very frustrating. (laughs) Um, Mendachi. Hey, yeah, so I recently just played a game that I would love to talk about sometime, but uh, it's in my top three survival horror games of all time, and it's free on Xbox Game Pass. That's Signalis. Uh, a game with four different endings and uh you should play it really beautiful blend of um kind of like weeaboo-ness and like german sci-fi crazy stuff go be an android in a really scary place and try to unravel what's going on uh great game can't recommend enough heck yeah uh what i've got is um kind of weird i've not played it uh and i found it while scrolling through amazon and it caught my eye it is called die craft it is a minecraft inspired role-playing dice game that you can get for the kindle for five dollars or you can get it for free through kindle unlimited um yeah it just seemed weird and i'm like who would have tried to make a ttrpg uh or a pen and paper rpg out of minecraft that sounds odd and interesting so yeah you can check that out for five bucks (laughs) or for free if you have kindle unlimited um so yeah anything else no no do we just uh want to go on ahead and wrap up the show then i think so rev thank you for coming on the show it was a pleasure to be back i it was a pleasure to have you baby boy I reached out, what, like two days ago, and I was like, hey, dude, when do you have an opening? And you were like, this Tuesday and every following Tuesday. And I was like, <laughs> count me in. I'll be there. Yeah, we haven't we haven't like gotten a solid schedule for guests yet, um, which is out of the ordinary for us. Usually we do have something like at least a week or two, you know, planned. Um, so we're we're flying by the seat of our pants, which is actually a great reminder. Like maybe if you guys have someone who you want to see on the show, uh let us know in the youtube comments like tag them in youtube let them know that like you want them to be here with us so we can share the love and appreciation but uh rev what's uh coming up with you well uh so i'm actually back into content creation again um i had been on a on a hiatus and tomorrow this wednesday i'm going to be playing um faith which is an indie horror game that somebody said, dude, if you pay this or if you play this, I'll buy it for you. I was like, I like it. Airdorf. Airdorf's worked on some cool stuff in the past. So why not? So I got some horror stuff coming up. I'm also working on getting some more short, like super short, really weird indie games. Uh, if you could not tell by how fish is made um, together to, to make more YouTube content with as well. 
so you can find me both on Twitch and YouTube at RevSpin. Um, Twitter and Instagram are both the RevSpin because of some Scandinavian priest. Asshole. Um, and then it, everywhere else, it's just RevSpin. There's no telling what's going to be next. Excellent. Green, what's coming up with you? I'm still trying to figure out my schedule, but if I stream, it's going to be definitely Hunt Showdown or maybe Escape from Tarkov if I feel like punching myself in the dick that day. So uh, you can follow me twitch.tv for slash Mr. Greenlee. And all my socials are Mr. Greenlee. That includes YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, uh, OnlyFans, all the fancy things. Heck yeah. Mindachi. Hey, man. Yeah, so back at school, uh, and the job is going to be like a looser schedule. Got to see what that's going to entail. But for now, I'm streaming at like all sorts of strange hours. But uh, if you follow me over on Twitch, backslash Mendachi, M-E-N-D-A-C-I-I, you'll know when I go live. Otherwise, you can find me on socials like Twitter and Hive. On Twitter, I'm at only Mendachi, M-E-N-D-A-C-I-I. And on Hive, that's just at Mendachi. Um, otherwise, lately I've been playing a lot of Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, I did one full playthrough of Signalis. I might stream some of my other playthroughs as well. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, just, I don't know, hit me up. See what's going on. Let's talk about stuff. Heck yeah. Uh, coming up for me, uh, I might stream this week uh, still. I do have um, some stuff that I am working on for like the arcana and, and uh some and the such but uh yeah the arcana is the next session is this friday um this will be session four we did me and uh green elite did a uh one-on-one so if you green are elite and i yeah shell and, green elite and i um kill me anyways uh so if you are watching the arcana on youtube um we just had the first episode of session four three session three uh there you go go up uh over the weekend then you have two and then you're gonna get a bonus episode and then session four will be uh coming up very shortly after that so lots of your arcana uh coming your way if you guys haven't uh do check that out the playlist on uh, youtube you can watch all the episodes and get caught up it's it's fantastic um Otherwise, yeah, if I stream, it'll probably be some Hunt Showdown. Um, maybe some Mordhau. I'm really I'm really enjoying Mordhau, like, when I'm not streaming. And I don't know if I want to taint it with uh, with streaming, but maybe I will. I don't know. Um, otherwise, follow me on Twitter, at Danny K, D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E. That's pretty much it for me. Anything else, guys? Nah. That's all for me. All right. Well, nothing. That's going to be the whole show. So thanks for watching and listening. Your time and attention is always appreciated. But of course, we're not just interested in your time and attention. Let us know what you think about everything we talked about in the uh, comments of this episode on YouTube. Or you can tweet at us. Greenly, hit him with that Twitter. At next nothing PC. Hell yeah. And if you've made it this far, be sure to drop a like and subscribe on YouTube. That really does help us out quite a bit. Uh, we would love to hit um a thousand subscribers by the end of this year so you know if we can if we can do that that would be super dope uh and i would uh kiss all of you uh right on the forehead uh, individually um don't forget to let us know your thoughts on anything that we did talk about like i said and uh until next week stay safe stay healthy keep fighting the good fights 
and we'll see you again next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.